passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the February uh, 2024 edition of Post Perez. My name is WH Park, and uh, joining us today, as always, every month, it's the Empress of Post Wrestling. It's Karen <laughs> Peterson. Uh, Karen, uh, how's it going? I mean, it's been a week. I wouldn't it's say week, it's, yeah. most, it's the most incredible week, but it's sure is sugar been a week. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to talk about a lot of topics today. Off the top of top, we're just going to mention we're going to talk about Kazuchika Okada leaving New Japan. What the ramifications of that are for uh, not just New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's a lot there. Just on that front alone, there's a lot of things to talk about with with that. But also, like in the the Japanese wrestling wrestling scene overall, a lot of comments have been made about like what it means in terms of like younger talent. Like, do they now see? You know, New Japan is a stepping stone uh, to go to an American company, you know, and in particular, we, we, we talk about uh, the, the, going to the WB if that's where he ends up going. Karen and I will we'll discuss what, where we think he might go. Uh, also, like where we think he should go in terms of like what's best for his career. But also, we'll be talking about some pressing Noah news. We're going to be talking about, uh, El Heel, the Dr. Wagner Jr. is like, or as I like to call him, Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. And uh, as he, he will be challenging uh, for the GHC Heavyweight title. We'll talk briefly about that. We'll talk about uh, Noah Star, AEW slash AEW Star Kotobushi and what he's been up to since his uh, surgery to repair his, his ankle, um, as well as, and end things off with some talk about what's been going on in all Japan for wrestling. A lot of Love. weird things happening over there, but um, before we before we get to that, I, I we're also top of the hour. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about things that are happening in in Stardom, particularly 
uh, it's not just stardom, but stardom and TJPW and, uh, things that are affecting things that are going to come to the North American, uh, uh, front as it were with both, with both companies. But before we do that, uh, I, I would be remiss if we didn't, you know, touch upon the, the kind of the, the news about Vince McMahon and the horrendous allegations leveled at him. And, and as of this recording, I just saw on on postwrestling.com that uh, he is now being investigated by the federal authorities with regards to the the civil lawsuit um where all these allegations came into light and and my my only thing is is this that I will say really is that I I tried to finish reading these allegations I could not it was so horrendous at some point I just had to stop like my psyche cannot handle the overload of of her- you know, just sickening information. I was hearing about what Vince McMahon and allegedly did like that. We have to, you know, keep it, keep that in front. But I will say this, like, do I believe that most of this is true? I, I can totally believe that most of it is true, whether it is or not. I don't know. We hopefully we will find that out in a court of law uh, definitively, but like, do I believe it's possible? Oh yes. I 100% that believe that all of it, even the most r- ridiculous, like outlandish things in there. And, you know, those are the only words I can think of that, that I can believe that those are true too. But um, it, it's, it's for me, I, I just another example of like one of the things, like I love being a pro wrestling fan, Karen, mm-hmm. but one of the things that when I become embarrassed about becoming a pro wrestling fan of being a pro wrestling fan is usually with the depiction of women on screen, the treatment of women on screen, but then also the treatment of women, you hear the treatment of women behind the scenes, whether they're uh, women uh, on uh, like on screen talent, whether women who are fans, whether they're women who work for the, the company behind the scenes, it, it, it's horrendous. It, and it's been ingrained in this in this industry for since its inception. Let's just just to say that I, I, I can't even fathom like the depth of it. I don't even want, I kind of don't want to just for the sake of my own sanity, but like you as a woman who covers professional wrestling, who's <laughs> been a fan for most of your adult life, like I, I, I would, I think it's, it's, it's important for you to like let our listeners know, like why we as fans and people involved somehow in the covering of pro wrestling, whether it's Japanese wrestling or American wrestling. And I, I just want to say this. If you think this only happens in America, you're, you're dead wrong. This is happening. Yeah. It happens in Mexico. It happens in Japan. It happens everywhere. Unfortunately, it's it's not indicative of American, uh, of North American wrestling scene. It is everywhere. So, Karen, what like what what your thoughts about this uh, in relation to I suppose to Vince McMahon and the WB, but also just as uh, a wrestling fan who 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 is a woman. This is where I pull out my uh, the, my twenty plus year stint as a fan. I started watching WWF and WCW when I was 19. I was a junior in college with a majoring in English, but with minors in Japanese culture and women's studies. And at that time during the Attitude Area, I had a very difficult time reconciling being a 19-year-old woman trying to understand why everybody in my social circle at the time loved wrestling. And there was a lot of compartmentalizing going on. And it continued until I left for Japan. And then while I was in Japan, I didn't follow wrestling. 
and I didn't follow it and when I came back immediately, but started up around 2011, 12 casual, started watching NXT. And it's one of those things where it's, it's not the elephant in the room. It's the thing that it's the locker room talk that nobody wants to talk about. And it's been a thing that has gone on for not just the last few years, probably longer than you and I have both been alive. And the hardest thing the entire time I've been a fan of wrestling and in other fandoms, not gonna, I'm not going to exclude anime. I'm not going to exclude video games. I'm not going to exclude Star Wars, comics, none of it. Anytime I have been a fan in a fan space, I've always had to stand up for myself and be told to sit down. I've been told to be quiet. I've been told that I'm wrong. And people have this tendency to invalidate the feelings of women in this sport and other sports. And it's gone on for far too long. We as a fandom and wrestling as an industry have nobody to blame but ourselves for the absolute sight that it is right now. Because for years, if not decades, women have been coming forward, trying to tell their stories, and people have chosen to silence them, have told them to shut up, told them that they were, you know, in it for the wrong reasons. So it makes it so incredibly hard to sit here and read the, you know, the court filing and to see the outrage on social media and wonder why people are surprised. Because we have been talking about it. Women in sports and women in fandom have been talking about it, but nobody wanted to listen. And when everything started last week, there were people out there saying to like, they were calling out female creators and saying, so-and-so is being quiet. So-and-so is choosing not to say anything. So-and-so isn't doing this. It is not up to women when we are outnumbered Five to one, 10 to one, 20 to one in at shows, backstage, ringside, in the press conferences. It is not up to us as women to fix the problem by ourselves. That was the most infuriating thing was that, you know, it was the Royal Rumble last weekend. There were female content creators there. There were female journalists there and people went in on them for no good reason. There was an unfair expectation that the women in that room had to be the ones to ask this question without any consideration to what their experiences as a female. Why is it giving me a thumbs up? Sorry. Their experiences as women in wrestling. Women with potential experiences with SA, with you name it hard it is so incredibly hard to to sit there and see what people are saying it's easy to say oh i would do this if i was there i would do this but you are not there and i am i applaud people like brandon thurston and i'm sorry if i don't get the other names right but the other people who stood up in that press conference and said something because even now i it's hard for me to talk about it as a fan. 
And I don't like getting emotional in front of people, let alone on camera. <laughs> but I'll do, I'll go through it. I will unpack my feelings because we can't fix it by ourselves. If all the people out there that are saying that they are outraged and they're disgusted and they're fed up, help us fix it. Yes, it might mean your favorite has to pack their bags. Yes, it might mean that we could see a, a company topple in real time, depending on how this goes. But we need to feel safe. We've said it about, you know, going to shows and like, you know, what people like ex- think about, you know, women in wrestling, whether it's performers, stage crew, fans. We deal with this all the time. So if people, if if we don't come together and step up together, we can't expect anything to change. And it sucks. It sucks to, you know, that to sit here and watch it happen. And to see people turning it into an aha moment for tribalism, being like, oh, well, so-and-so promotion doesn't do this. That's not, that's not conducive to the conversation. That's not going to change anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I, I'm angry. I'm so tired of being angry and frustrated and sick to my stomach because it's not, this isn't the time to gang up about the wrong thing. We all need to be on the page about the same thing. And that's hoping that however deep this goes, what truths are we, you know, what truths are about this story, whether the allegations are correct or not. It's been hard to see that people are picking, and I hate to say it, People are picking the wrong sides and the wrong battles about at this point in time. I'm thankful that people who cover wrestling and specifically WWE as fellow content creators have checked in on me because they've seen me be quiet, but they know it's because this is something hard to talk about as a female creator in the wrestling space. And I've gone back and forth about it this past week, whether or not I should open up my Twitter and put out a thread about all my feelings. But seeing the way that women who are trying to speak their mind, trying to help educate people about why this is so so infuriating. And then seeing people who want to protect their podcast favorite coming after them for no good reason whatsoever. It's unacceptable. That I I can't stand seeing people defending people who could potentially make these things actually be real. It, 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 this is the time where you shouldn't be attacking female creators in the wrestling space. This isn't the time where you should be attacking, you know women who are coming forward and speaking out about these issues. This is the time where, I'm sorry, if you're a man, you sit down, shut up, and listen. You elevate the voices that are trying to be like, we have, uh, I hate saying that we've told you so, but we've told you so. And people are choosing to compartmentalize and pick and choose who who gets punished based on who's their favorite. And I'm sorry, this is too big. This is too big. We're, and 
if you're picking the wrong side in this battle, if you're not listening, if you're victim blaming, you can pack your bags and get out of my mentions. I am done. I am so completely done. And I'm thankful for places like Post and Grapple and other outlets that have taken the time and made the effort to not only cover this topic, but to do it in a way that prepares their audience and any other person who could possibly come across the content and find it triggering and find it upsetting. Because there are people that have been screenshotting it and sensationalizing it and doing what they can to get those click-throughs. And that's disgusting. And I, and this is a time where it's like, I can't say it's hard being a wrestling fan right now. I am disgusted as a wrestling fan right now. That's my, thank that's, you. that's all I, that's no, all I, thank I'm you. done. I, if I go, if I go any sure. further, I'm going to start swearing. Okay. I just, I just, no. <sighs> oh, no, sorry. thank you. For sure. No, no, don't be sorry. Of course not. Like yeah. this is, I think this is important for anyone who listens to this, that, Hey, this is, this is what women in our fandom, women in, in this industry go through. You, if you're not aware of this as, you know, as a male fan, like it's been out there for years, for decades. Like I, you know, like you just have to go to any message boards in the last 25 fucking years. And then you see all this trivialization of like the way wrestlers have treated women. You know, the use of the word rat is disgusting, you know, like the yeah. things like that, it, because you dehumanize women in this, in, in the, the industry. And it's an, in, and it is an industry wide uh, problem. And right. the fact that it, 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 the, what the, per, the subject of what we're talking about is arguably, well, maybe not arguably the, the 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 top tier head of professional wrestling, and he's going to get possibly top, toppled down. Well, I hope that's that's a symbol of like this. This is a trickle down effect, and every enabler in in his sphere and outside his sphere that is a wake up call to like AW to uh, TNA wrestling to New Japan Pro Wrestling to CMML. That hey, this this happened to the most powerful person. This is the most powerful person in wrestling who is allegedly doing all this stuff, and it's proven it's. And if it's proven that it's true, and he gets punished to the full extent of the law, then I think it's. I'm I'm hoping it's a game changer. It's an industry wide sweeping of the board. I don't care if my favorite so and so Booker yeah. fucking performer gets canceled, never works in the industry again. Good, get out. I don't, I don't never want to see you again. I, that's why, like, I'm glad fucking speaking out, like, took a lot of these bad, bad, bad actors out of here. I'm glad I, I never have to see any of them again. I never wanted to see any of them again. That's fine. Even if I enjoyed their previous work, I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't I want to watch their previous the work same. now. You know what I mean? So I know, but thank you, Karen. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. you. I appreciate what, like, you know, Kate from Montreal said over on Collision. I appreciate the work of Stephanie Chase on, 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 on her God outlets, you know. And she, she, she and Kate and a couple of others, like Alex Lajas, a lot of them have been doing their best. And a lot of them just wanted to go and enjoy the Rumble. And on Thursday night, it just came crashing down. And I can't speak as a member of the LGBTQIA community or as a person of color. But those are other communities where people need to, if, if they are talking about an issue, you need to listen to them. That's when it's our turn to sit down, zip our lips and listen. Because I feel like that's the biggest problem is that people aren't, 
people want to talk and talk over. But there are too many problems that won't get fixed if we don't take turns listening to one another and believing when people say that things are a problem. So on on that note, I just want to say as a wrestling fan, someone who wants this industry, who wants this form of entertainment to yeah. uh, be, be be better. And so I can enjoy it as as guilt-free as possible. It's not easy. It's no. never been easy. No. You know, I for me as a fan. Uh, but like, yes, we, we should accept that change should come. That change is hopefully going to come and, and, and accept what it might be. It might be your favorites are no longer in wrestling. Well, find new favorites. It's not that hard. And yes, as a, as a male there. wrestling, yeah, sorry, as a male <laughs> wrestling fan, yeah, that's what care. The, I think the biggest takeaway for me is yes, shut your mouths and listen to what women have to say and other people who are considered minorities have to say about how they are depicted, how they are treated in the fandom and in the industry. But, uh, but thank Karen. Thank you. I know it's, it's not easy for you to share like, <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, such strong emotions. I appreciate you. I thank you, thank you so much for, for, no, for giving us your voice on this. It, it, I think it was necessary in this instance. And I, I hope people will take the time to listen to the entire clip and not clip it out of context because... I hope so. Well, you know, like, I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, our, our good friends over at Post Wrestling, uh, John Way, will do uh, do you this, your 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 voice justice, for sure. I know. And, uh, I trust them. For sure. Um, let, let's, let, let's move on. Let's, let's, let's talk yeah. about the, the Japanese wrestling scene. Let's, let's, uh, yeah. uh, let's talk about what's happening... In the world of Joshi, you have some updates about uh, potential visits to North America. I or do. Not, are they potential anymore? I don't they, think they are. No, they're, they're official. They're almost sold out official visits to North America. Well, what, um, what, what, what are we talking about? So we'll start with wrestling. Do you want to start with what's happening this weekend with yes. Stardom? All right. So in, we're just a quick recap for Stardom for this past month. Uh, January 4th, Mayu defeated Shuri for the IWGP Women's Championship for one of her defenses. Highly recommend the match. Go seek it out if you can. Uh, Julia defeated Trisha Dora at Battle in the Valley on the 13th. And her next uh, challenger is going to be Stephanie Vaquer from CMLL with a date to be decided. Uh, Sunday in Osaka, your favorite place in mind at the Edeon Arena Main Arena. Uh, Tam Nakano will be returning from her injury. She's been out for a couple of months, so it'll be a tag match for her. Uh, Stardom will have a special, they're starting their 13th anniversary year, so it'll be a special eight-woman tag. Uh, and then the big two matches on that card is Wonder of Stardom Championship. Saori Ano is defending against Starlight Kid. Earmark Starlight Kid, this might be her year. And then the World of Stardom Championship is Micah defending against Saya Kamitani, also another one you should earmark for this year. Um, for stardom, upcoming tournaments they've got, or upcoming big tournaments and shows. Cinderella tournament is going to be in March, like it is every year. Uh, starts on the 9th, goes through the 20th. And then Stardom Grand Queendom, which is their second biggest show, biggest show of the year, will be April 27th at Yokohama Buntai. Now, turning towards WrestleMania week at the top end of March, top of April, uh, Stardom will have American Dream 2024 in the Keystone State, which is what we call Pennsylvania, uh, April 4th at the 2300 Arena. And I didn't write, oh, it'll be from 3 p.m. 
Tokyo Joshi Pro will also be part of the collective series of shows, and they're going to do two shows. One will be on April 5th, and that's TJPW Live, and that's at 11 a.m. East Coast time. And then they're going to do a special TJPW versus GCW show. GCW has been working a lot with uh, TJPW in the recent year uh, on April 6th at 2.30 p.m. The only other big news story on the Joshi front is that Gombarde Pro Wrestling and as a result, Gum, uh, the Gambardi Joshi are leaving the Cyberfight group. They have uh, yesterday they announced that they are going to break away from Cyberfight. And as of today or yesterday, the first, they are going to be independent. So their last match under the Cyberfight banner will be March twenty seventh. The 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 Joshis uh, will also have a special co branded show on the twenty second of March against TJPW. And starting on April 27th, they will be an independent incorporated company so they can book places like Koraku and Hall without any problems. And that's it, really. Okay. Those, those are the big points. Sorry. So, no, no, that's great. And my, I have a, I have a, first of all, I will be at that stardom show in, in the 2300 arena. Okay. Send, send me you pictures just, and send me pictures of your food. That's not Waffle House. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'll get to that in a second, by the way. Um, so me and Rich Fan and I, I believe John Ceno and, and maybe Braden Harrington are, we are all going to the stardom show. I love um, that for all of you. Ha- um, have the best time. Like for me, it's like, okay, it's stardom in America. That's cool. I've, I've only seen stardom in, in Japan. <laughs> uh, and so this is kind of cool. It's also my first time to go to the former ECW arena, which has always been kind of a bucket list for me. It's so a cute that, little venue. That, so there's that. Um, but you mentioned the, the Wonder Stardom title match between Sariano and Starlight Kid. I read mm-hmm. something on social media where Starlight Kid said she, if she wins the belt, she's going to erase the lineage. What, what did she mean by this? Karen, do you know what I'm talking right. about? I don't know. It's it, it, it's the I feel for kid because like this she she's been in the queue for a singles belt that isn't the high speed belt for a while now. I don't think she could actually erase the lineage. I don't know if she wants to make it over in her own image, meaning that the belt will no longer be the white belt. It might be a purple belt, or a, I, she can't make it a, a black belt because that would be the goddesses title. Titles. I don't know what she has in mind for it, honestly. Um. Uh, if she wants to erase the lineage, she would probably or try to be like, the number one cont- or t- title holder with it. She'd have to shatter Kamatani's re- like record, which is like fifteen consecutive victories. Yeah, that's over tough the to do in year, Japan. Over the course of a year and change, so it's a very ambitious move. But she's also, I think, she's gone for this belt before and come up empty-handed. So we'll see. Yeah, speaking of Kamatani, she, like you said, she is challenging for the, the red belt and held, currently held by, uh, da da da, brain fart, uh, currently held by Micah. And, uh, her, her and who, they, she formed a new, a new faction, a new yes, unit. With, uh, Mina Shirakawa. So the remnants of Club Venus, cause most of the, those girls were foreign wrestlers that got spirited away to other companies, uh, here in the United States. Um, so, Micah also having left Donna Del Mundo after Julia dissolved it earlier this month or last month in January, uh, they just decided to unify together. And now they're, they've got a really complex name that has Nexus in the middle and an E. Nexus Venus something. Uh, It's wait, there's way too much alphabet soup going on with that naming. Somebody needs to, 
Stardom, call me. <laughs> let me let me help fix it. <laughs> yes. Stardom, Bushy Road, TJPW, fucking uh, sorry, fucking wave, whoever. If you need some advice on good, cool <laughs> names, you call you call up my good friend Karen Peterson, the Empress of fucking post uh, wrestling here. I you got know what I'm you. saying? Get, get I got you. You know, you know, I'm trying to get this Empress thing over, Karen, because like, cause, I, because then you know, maybe we can get some Karen Peterson merchandise out in the studio. I don't you think anyone saying? would buy Karen Peterson merch. I know at least four people who would and can influence other people. Who? You, John, Way, and my man, Neil? Are those the four? Maybe Rich I think, I think, okay, now we can include uh, Benno, Benno and uh, JP and, 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 and New York, uh, New York Matt, you know, Matty Edwards, maybe? You know, I think they, I think between all of us, we have some uh, sway. You know, you know, Karen, I am the, the number one. Uh, merch seller you are at the, the, the history of post wrestling you know i mean we may need to i don't know we'll need to figure something out <laughs> we'll we'll talk about merch a, a little bit later at the uh when we get the plugs in at the end of the show but anyways oh, i needed that thank you i needed i needed a, a palate cleanser i'm still listen we're i'm, I'm telling you we're, we're, we're getting this empress thing over i i it's 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 my new it's my new goal in 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 in, in in on these podcasts. You know what I'm saying? For the record, I will not fight Asuka or Micah for that title. You don't have to share it. No, it's okay. They are it's, also it's, empresses in their own right. It's sharing is caring, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe we can or sharing is Karen, like with the Empress Stop, title. No. Uh, maybe we can get the <laughs> over as on a t shirt or or something. Anyways. Before we move on to New Japan for wrestling, Kuzich, my my man Kazichiko Okada, Rina, I just want to say some kind person over on that shithole app, Twitter slash X or whatever that dumb fuck owner of it wants to call it, uh, sent me and Rich Fan information that there is a Waffle House 40 minutes away from where Rich Fan lives in Pennsylvania. And guess who's who's going, Karen, to finally eat some fucking Waffle House? Your boy, <laughs> oh, no. WH Park, and your other boy, Rich Fan. Oh yeah, Y'all how you like face- them apples? Y'all gotta Facetime me. Maybe maybe I'll I'll shuffle over a Waffle House just for you punks. You know what? I I said to Rich, I said, hey, maybe we can have an authentic experience and get into some kind of altercation with other patrons at no. three in the morning. Absolutely not. Brap, brap, no. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. I, I don't do. I don't have enough bail money to get you guys out. You no, it's okay. Inter- you become an international incident. No, no, no. no. It's okay. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. You know what I'm saying? That's not a thing for you. You're not. A I can make it a thing. <laughs> I, it, it's don't you, you have to think part. about all thing. the. You have to think about all the possibilities that can happen if you manifest them with positive thinking, Karen. That's that's all I'm gonna I, say about that. Oh. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, let's move on. <laughs> About this guy. Yeah, I mean, you might have heard of him. His name is Kazuchika Okada. Uh, he is, is going to be leaving. He has announced that he's leaving New Japan for Wrestling. As of this recording, his contract has expired, and he's just fulfilling some co- uh, contractual obligations out of, like, you know, I think just, you know, because he's a nice guy and he has a, has a positive relationship with the company still. Um, let's, t- let's talk about him. He's... He's in the prime of his career, really. He's he's only 36. <laughs> he started as a professional wrestler at a very young age, training with Ultimo Dragon in the in, the, in his Toriyama system. After he had, he had split with what, what is now known as Dragon Gate at the time, and uh, I saw him at some first time I ever saw him in live. Karen was in Mississauga at some house show, some some really? independent show, UWA. Yes, because Ultimo had a relationship with these guys. He was one of the guys that got brought over. He teamed with Ultimo. Oh, against wow. against Jushin Liger, and I can't. This is embarrassing. I can't remember the show, but I was at this show. John Pollock was at show. John Pollock might have been the timekeeper for this show, by the way. Really? Oh yeah, with his with his uh, wallet on a chain and his frosted tips. Oh and, uh, yeah, you you should have known. John have frosted tips. You need, oh. I need a picture. <laughs> I, yeah, I need a picture. Somebody, you know, somebody, better if, hook me up if, with that. If you, if you talk to waiting, if you DM waiting, I'm sure he can hook you up with some frosted tips, John Pollock. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Uh, anyways, oh. he like so he you know he 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 left Ultimo with Ultimo's blessing. He went to the New Japan Dojo. He became a young lion. He did his excursion famously in TNA wrestling. And uh, he's actually just made a return. They're teaming up with his buddies, the Motor City Machine Guns, there recently. Yay. And uh, yeah, I mean, is it is it unfair to say, Karen, that he has been the most important wrestler in New Japan of the last ten years? I would a hundred percent agree with that. Like, there is no like surgence of popularity for New Japan worldwide fame uh, on an unprecedented level of like penetration into the worldwide market without Kazuchikakata, in my opinion. I would agree. I mean, you can talk about all your Kenny Omegas and whoever you want, but without Okada in that in that formula, it, it doesn't happen. Not to the level that it did. So he he's leaving. Um, I, primarily like from what he has said, he's leaving just because he wants to explore his options. He wants to like see if he can be a success outside of new japan i think and i think if we read between lines he wants to make it try to make uh make a make a, a chance to take a stab at becoming a successful household name in american wrestling yes i would i would i would agree with that sentiment it's it's one of those things where short of making the rounds within japan and you know go going for the to join that elusive triple crown grand slam championship within japan but i don't think that's enough for him I, I feel like you know given that he's only 36 and he's still very young still you know still doing very well for himself he could you know go to the come or go to the united states he could come to the united states because that's where i'm at and he could you know do, spend 
five, ten years here and still eventually go back to Japan. And if, if there's anything left for him to want to do at that stage in his life when he's 46, because Tanahashi's 46 and he just took over the company. So the world is is that man's oyster, honestly. Yes. Um, I, but let, let's talk about the ramifications for New Japan because it's, it's pretty serious. You couple like him leaving with, with also Will Ospreay leaving mm-hmm. big, big, big holes in their talent roster, Absolutely. especially if we talk about the quality of wrestling now. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not like slandering any of the remaining wrestlers, but like yeah. when you take like people of the caliber of Okada and Osprey out of there, like the the caliber of your matches as a whole uh, go down significantly. You're talking about the biggest foreign star in that company now going to AW and the biggest Japanese native Japanese talent now leaving the company. And like it's not just them. Like Tamatanga has also stated that he is going to uh, leave New Japan and and he has this. I don't think it's been discussed where he will go, but I not assume he has no. he has options. I, I'm sure like. He can he can make his ply his trade in pretty much any promotion that would mm-hmm. you know that would be and I think there's a lot of interest in like a second generation wrestler the son of Haku you mm-hmm. know so we'll see where he ends up but I I think it's a tremendous blow to New Japan because I don't think they prepared for his departure they didn't get anyone to step up like it's not Naito Naito's like. I'm sorry, look, Naito's in the tail end of his career right now. Like yeah. if he's if he has another two years left in the tank, I I'd be surprised. I don't even know if he has another year left in the tank. But Okada leaves without putting anyone over. Um he 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 dis- he is buried. The Noah's pro wrestling Noah's big big blue chip prospect and Kaito Kiyomiya, that mm-hmm. guy does not have that guy came out worse for the wear after being programmed with Okada. I don't know. That's and I blame Noah for that. They should have done more to protect this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um. I I don't know how much of that is Okada just saying I'm not putting this kid over. Fuck him. Like I I don't know. I don't I don't see Okada being like that. But I don't know. That's just my speculation. But who who is on his level in that company outside of Naito? But like who who do you have who can step up and be the guy that Okada was? In the next two years, I don't know. Shota Umino, I, my, I, I, I don't know. Renderita now? Host Torture Renderita? No, sorry. Yeah, uh, Yoda Suji is my probably my front runner because he has so much charisma. He's such a talented uh, wrestler, and I think he's got so much potential to become a superstar, especially when his brother is appearing on a, uh, you know, a Monarch Legacy of Monsters as a bartender in Tokyo, um, but. And, and and yeah, Yuya Uemura, don't see it right now. Who knows, a year from now? But are these guys going to be ready to get to that level, the Okada level? I Okada, like we say Tanahashi is like, he his gimmick was he's what, the 1-100 talent? Yep, the once, in a, the once in a century talent. Well, okay, you know what? Then Okada's the other one in a yep. century talent. Mm-hmm. He is. So to get that lightning in a bottle twice within within a decade i don't i don't think it's happening in new japan yeah it, the the hardest thing is that they put all of their back uh, all their eggs in a basket with okada to the point where i feel like to maybe the the older generations where they you know you're in a company and you're in a company for life and you don't ever leave they were going to rely on him for however many years going into the future but but it, as Bruce and I have talked in the last, you know, six months of covering New Japan for Post, 
it's been almost to the company's detriment. Like they haven't tee, they, they've tried teeing up people. Like even with Sonata, love me some Sonata. They waited too long to pull the trigger on him. And then they gave him a lackluster on with the belt. Am I supposed to believe that once Okada's gone, Sonata could theoretically get another run with the belt and it'd be more exciting? I'm not so sure. And then you have, you know, Umino and all and, and company, the, the four musketeers. I'm calling them the four musketeers because as far as I'm concerned, Umar is D'Artagnan in that group. None of, uh, they've been like micro pushes here and there, but none of them, and I, I, and I love them, but none of them are Okada. And, you know, you, you, Ren's been relegated to the House of Torture shenanigans with show. Th- that boat for me has sailed. Are they going to rely on Hiromu and Desperado having to go heavyweight to possibly fill in that gap? Because Hiromu's probably the next closest thing to Okada in the sense of popularity. But that would mean at some point Hiromu has to beat Naito. And are they going to let Hiromu beat Naito? Depending on how how much longer Destino, Destino and Tranquilo, his knees have left in them? I don't know. And it, it And it's also hard when, you know... Along with the elite leaving, if you you know back in 2019 or 2020, and then Jay White leaving, and now Osprey leaving, they're bringing they're probably going to start bringing in more people. But Osprey and Okada leaving with like formally leaving literally within like a month of one another, schedule wise, those are the two names that have been consistently in the conversation of top matches in New Japan. In the, in the last five years. Like, yeah, you have your Shingo Takagis and you have your occasional Naito. And, you know, some people, I will wave that flag really hard for Tanahashi, but I know his days, his days as the top of the company are long gone. But they have not keyed up anyone in this new class for me to believe in the next two and a half weeks that they're going to just slide right into where Okada was and everything's going to be peachy, peachy keen. As a fan, I will say this, that I think it, it's a very intriguing time to be a fan it in is. Japan. Because, like, you have to see, like, okay, what's Ghetto going to do? Like, he, yeah. he's his back is against the wall. Maybe this is where he's like, okay, he's going to get the magic back. I don't think he's had the magic for, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's going to get the magic back and he's going to say, okay, I not just I want to do this. He needs to make at least three of these guys, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, like, he was able to figure out who Ghetto was able to figure out who he was without Okada, who Okada was without the belt. But can he figure out who New Japan is without Okada? Yeah, that's the question. That's the challenge. That is a challenge for sure. Um, now let's talk about he's going to come to America, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's let's rumor. talk about where where do you think he is going to go? According to both Justin Barrasso at SI.com. And Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, they think AW, uh, they, they've heard that AW is the frontrunner based solely on the money offer, uh, that he has been given by, by Tony Khan. Um, but that WWE is in the running because he has always expressed an interest to wrestle at WrestleMania. Hmm. Um, what do you think? What, what, in, in your, in your opinion, where, where do you think his likely destination will be in North America? And we can exclude. TNA, I'm sorry, he's not going there because they don't have the money. 
he, he didn't buy TNA and make he's gonna make it into Rainmaker uh, wrestling. No, he's. He, I don't think he'd even want to go <laughs> That's to, his like, to do the Rainmaker no. revenge is the, is the because, next stage. You know, Rainmaker shop. You need to make it rain for the Rainmaker, right? And who has the pockets for that? Well, the WWE and AEW. So, Karen, where where do you think he is likely going to go? My gut is telling me it's WWE. I know that a lot of AEW fans will come for me for this. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them will be like, ha told you so. Should he be showing up in AEW? I feel like AEW has too many big names of people Okada has already fought. I don't want him to, like, him and Osprey just had that great match at Battle in the Valley a month ago, less than a month ago. If Okada follows Osprey into AEW, everything they did to leave the last seven years on the match, it gets magically erased. And it, it, Okada coming in, no disrespect to Osprey, it's going to eclipse everything they're trying to do with Osprey. And do I want to see Okada fight Jay White again? I saw four years of him fighting Jay White. I don't need to see any more of that. I've seen him fight Danielson. I've seen him fight all the people in AEW that I want to see him fight. So it's it's for me, and it's also the expectation. How what does Okada want for his body? Does he want to ha- go to a company like leave his company to go to AEW just so he could hopefully work back in Japan again? Like I feel like there wouldn't be all of this clear and cut. Like it feels like a, almost going through a breakup with New Japan, an amicable breakup, but a breakup nonetheless. If the door, if the door was still open for him to come back, like I don't feel like they would be like having a fire sale. And I know I shouldn't read into the tea leaves saying like, well, they wouldn't be like liquidating, like liquidating all of his merch and like closing down, pulling his shirts off of pro wrestling tees, and you know, making all of this like last minute card changes just for Okada. But it feels like if he's in his prime and he has a bucket list of things to do, he's been on AEW TV. He, yeah, he's familiar with it. Yeah, he has friends there, but if his if if a bucket list item for him is WWE and more importantly, WrestleMania. He's not going to get to WrestleMania if he's in AEW because AEW doesn't run shows WrestleMania week. And I don't think he wants to go to WrestleMania and sit in the audience. I think he wants to be in the ring. So my my and plus I'm telling you, I feel like he's very cognizant Seeing how his, you know, his seniors within New Japan, how they're moving these days, or how people his own age or close to his own age, like Ibushi and Kenny, they're all having to get multiple surgeries and having to, their bodies are breaking down because they're doing too much. That could he go to WWE and, you know, he might not be like fighting Seth Rollins by SummerSlam, but it might be a little easier on his body if he's considering wrestling beyond 42. Yeah, um, I'm gonna agree with you. So I'm gonna say you, th- you, your, where he will, will might go, and where you want him to go are the same thing. WWE. Yes, despite yeah. all of my anger at WWE at this very moment, I feel like it's where he could best have a not a fresh start, but if he wants to become a household name. I feel like WWE would be the place for him. So I, I'm in total agreement with you. It is where I think he will end up going. And I, I would put, put it out there. I think it's where I would like to see him go. Just purely from like, you know, like the, the roster 
that he has the potential to have matches with. I think it's fresher. He has wrestled all the top stars in AW. He has. He's wrestled. He's wrestled Kenny. He's wrestled Brian. He's wrestled Mox. He's wrestled all of them. There's nothing fresh or challenging about going to AEW for him. I don't think he's motivated solely by money. Like if Tony Khan is the person I who agree. has offered him the most upfront money of his contract, this is why we'll pay you just your downside as a year. He, potentially, if he goes to WWE, they might not offer him the biggest downside, but he has the potential to make more money merchandise wise. Correct. Right. Because AEW's merchandising is shit. I can say this as a fan because I've been to enough of their shows to know that they do not offer it, like the shirts at their live shows or their TV tapings or pay-per-views. It's embarrassing. I don't think as far as I know, that hasn't been rectified. I could be wrong. Let, please let me tell me if I am. But yeah. if you want to know a top notch organization, as far as like getting fucking people's merch into the hands of the fans and making people want to buy this merch and make you a lot of fucking money as far as like, and where do you think Steve Austin made most of his money? His downside? No. His t-shirts, the fucking foam fingers. Imagine Kazuchika Okada foam fingers. This shit's going to sell, Karen. You know, like this shit, right? You know what I mean? They're going to make hands. Right. They're good. And they'll fucking make them. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. Do I want to see, you know, Kazuchika Okada fight, all the top stars of AW. No, because I've already seen it. Do I want to see Kazuchika Okada possibly have a match with Roman Reigns? Oh shit, yeah, I would love to sure, see why that. Not? Drew McIntyre. Even though I don't like Drew McIntyre, shit, let's let you Drew leave McIntyre. that Scottish man alone. No, <laughs> that guy. Potentially, if if he's health, ever healthy again, CM Punk. Sure, fuck yeah, I would love to see that. With he's never really had a program with Cody Rhodes, and I love. And this is this might surprise people because I spent ten years hating Cody Rhodes in New Japan and AW. I love WWE Cody Rhodes. I think this is the best version you'll ever see of Cody Rhodes. And this Cody Rhodes is a compelling character and in ring performer. I would love to see that this Cody Rhodes face Kazuchika Okada. I think you also have to keep in mind who is the person he is close to that's not in New Japan. Where that where does that person work in the WWE? We're talking about Shinsuke Nakamura. You don't think Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura is fucking calling him up and saying, dude, uh-huh. I don't, they pay me all this money. I, I go surfing all the time. I haven't been significant for years. They still, they haven't cut me yet. I love it here. I do not think staying in Japan is a, or le- or moving to the United States is a barrier for Kusuchika Kata. If it was, he wouldn't leave New Japan. That's my opinion. And that's my, yeah. that's my gut feeling. If, he wanted to stay living in Japan. Why leave New Japan then? He's got it yeah. good. They would, he would just say, I want more money. And they would, and they would give it to him. Yeah. That's not, that's not the thing. Like he, I don't think he's necessarily motivated solely by money. I think he is an ambitious person who is a professional wrestler. And if you are a professional wrestler, I am sorry. I don't care what your John Moxley's or your Brian Danielson's say. If you are a professional wrestler who has gotten into the business in the last 20 years, one of your goals has to be headlining WrestleMania or now just performing on it because that in, in itself is not an easy feat to accomplish, yeah. even with two nights that they do. Yeah. But if you can become a headliner and of any Japanese wrestler that has come over, I think Kazuchika Okada has the most potential that, that, you know, that he could become the male version of Asuka. You cannot, you could not have predicted Asuka's success in the WWE, but you can, you know, like that, that is unprecedented. The yep. push and, and success she, she, she achieved 
in that company in NXT and on the main roster. I, I, you know, like EO has potential to match that. This is her first reign with the WB women's title. I think he's looking at Asuka and he's like, I want that. That's the career I want. Do I want Takeshita's career in AW, right? No. Why would I want that? Like, I don't think. I think, yeah, he, there's things about AEW for sure are attractive, including people he could wrestle there. Of course, I'm not running down their roster, but I think the freshest thing he could do and the yeah. and the most potential he could have for making a lot of money is in the WWE. And hopefully it's a WWE that's clear of all the, 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 the toxicity and yeah. enablers and Vincels. Get rid of all of them. I hope hope that happens by the time he he gets there and like not that won't happen by the time he gets there if he's going yeah. there this year but by the time like he's settled in he's like oh shit WWE main event superstar Kazuchi Kawakata I I I think as a fan solely as a fan that's where I would want to see him because I would want to see him face the likes of you know Seth Rollins Cody Roman Reigns CM Punk and and possibly even have maybe one final program with with Shinsuke Nakamura who might be right you know but he shit do you not want to see Gunther fight fucking the Rainmaker oh my god right like if don't I'm tease me with a good time oh. Gunther versus Okada because I think oh. Gunther is going to become a, a massive superstar right in that yeah. company he's on his way he's yeah. on his way he's going to get the world one of those world titles eventually um but yeah Okada I think we'll go there. I think Osprey choosing AW was mainly because he does not want to move to the United States. That is a huge barrier for him. Yeah. I do not think leaving Japan is a huge barrier because I think the person in his ear the most, because you look at every other uh, wrestler who had ambitions to go to WB. Was it a barrier for them to move to, to Florida? Shinsuke Nakamura? No. Asuka? No. Uh, Kairi Sane? No. Io Sky? No. Uh, you know. Kenta lives here. Kenta he, he wasn't a barrier for him. Nope. His his wife is an actress, but she can probably just go back and forth to do yeah, acting She's a voice roles. actress. She can do it remote. <laughs> she's also, they also have a child. And I'm thinking he's like, yeah, I could put her in private school here. Japanese private school is probably, I think that's what Kushida does. Right. I think, yeah. you know, like he's, he, most of the stars <laughs> in, in, who work, uh, who have moved from Japan, moved from Japan to America. He, he knows all of them. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. He knows all of them, okay? Yeah, he knows Tosawa. He is, knows his camera. Small community. <laughs> he he is he is probably talk have been has been talking to Nakamura for the last two years. That's my yeah. that's my theory. That's my hypothesis. I, okay, I would not be surprised by that. And, right, you know, and people, they people make the joke about Shinsuke surfing on the weekend or surfing on his days off. But I mean, if, if you're if you're going to Think about what makes you happy. It, it's all it, again. It's not just about money at this point. It's about professional, but also personal satisfaction. Like yes. if, if you get to, ha- he, yeah, he might be on the road every week to go to a SmackDown or Raw or whatever, but he'll still have time with his family. He'll still be able to, you know, he'll be he'll have people to drive with, obviously. So yeah. It's, it's, it's- I feel like if he's in, and I hate to put it so, but I feel like if he's in AEW, there's going to be that pressure that he needs to be five star Okada, that he needs to whatever level he had, because it was the same pressure they put on Kenny when Kenny came over. They wanted the best bout machine all the time, and unfortunately, not look at him. Yeah, it's it's unfortunately caught up with him. 
And I feel like Okada is, has seen how people that he worked with regularly, how that's impacted them the last few years. And he's like, you know what? Maybe again, I go, you know, maybe I become three-star Okada for a few years. And that's fine. Also, let's He's look at booking. It. Let's look at booking. He has to look at Jay White and think, why the fuck is Jay White, who should be a surefire success in America, on American television wrestling? As much as I did not like Jay White in, in New Japan, yeah. I think Jay White had the potential, has all the tools to be a, a main event American television wrestling star. And yeah. he is not. And he is not because the booking is not consistent in AW. Like, like many of my fa- like my favorites are ones that I have watched regularly for the past few years. My, I'm at the point with also many of them where it's just like, you know what? If he's getting paid and his family's taken care of, that's all I can ask for. Maybe he's having a good time. I don't know. But I feel like, he, like for all the pomp and circumstance they made about him coming to AEW and for him not to have been the world champion yet, uh, and but again, they have a very stacked top tier in AEW, and I know they want they don't want to hot potato the top title around, but at the same time, I'm just like, if this is giving him fulfillment, maybe it makes him happy. Like, yeah, I know I don't want to quote Cheryl Crow here, but I mean, if it makes you happy, it can't be that right. bad. But at the same time, I'm just like. Mm. Could this be why maybe Okada doesn't choose AEW because he's seeing where the 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 people he's had long standing rivalries with they're just kind of hanging out and he has to look know. at Shinsuke's first year in NXT and yeah. he or Oscar's undefeated streak yeah That's he has to look he at Oscar he look <laughs> look at Io look at Kyrie yeah. they've done very well for themselves he's like oh shit yeah. they know they they will push Japanese talent and here's the thing people don't realize of a guy he's english is pretty fucking good thank you thank you everyone's like what about the language barrier no <laughs> he can cut promos and if, if, they're, if they're unsure about that put him with someone who can talk then initially you know like they did with ghetto right in japanese yeah, but it's or, like or, oh shit this guy charisma yeah or let him cut promos in japanese on a video and subtitle it's not that difficult no either company has the resources to do this. I mean, my my personal uh, fantasy booking would be, okay, you sign Okada, and you also bring back Sasha, you know? And you, and I, you, and you put yeah, that together. And she's I like, one of the, she's his mouthpiece for a while. And, and they make that unit that they teased at the last, you know, last time they were in the <laughs> ring together. That would be bring awesome. The, bring back the mixed match challenge. You and know? have sure. the rainmaker, the, the 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 bank, the bank maker, whatever you want to call them. Put put the two of. Them. I mean, it'd be very much a mutton Jeff with Alcada's height and how petite Sasha is. Listen, a mouthpiece should never be taller than the 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 person that they're speaking for. That is know? correct. And she but, doesn't have to just be the mouthpiece. She can she she can do the fucking program with Bailey against Damage Control, right? Yeah, that's that's a natural and and then but on her side, but when she's not helping her buddy Bailey out. She's like fucking hanging out with good old Kazu and, you know, Scooby doing it, you know, with him. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I kind of hope that I, and I know, I know it's kind of selfish of me to hope that Mercedes also comes back. But like after the reception that Naomi had at, at the Rumble, that was amazing. Season, uh, my mom, God bless her, she was sitting on the couch next to me. Like she was knitting and like listening to her, her stories. And the sound that came out of me when Naomi's music hit, followed by Jordan Grace coming out, she's like, Are you okay? And I'm like, No, 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 mom. 
<laughs> let me mute this and let me explain to you in less than 30 seconds why this is a very big deal. See, with so, Naomi coming back, first thing in my mind was like, okay, oh, she's back. That's awesome. Two yeah. is can Mercedes slash Sasha Banks be far behind? Yeah. Who knows, I mean, right? I'm glad I'm glad like as much as I was hoping for the coin drop, and I joked about it, about the the coin drop at the rumble and then Sasha's music hitting at the rumble. I feel like in order for both Cody and Bailey's stories to progress, yes, that the spotlight wasn't taken from them in that no. pr- that way. Yeah. But now I'm just like do, Raw after they, WrestleMania? Do any of them have tickets to uh, Perth, Australia later this month? No, you know, I, if anything, I think I think Raw after WrestleMania would be the best place to bring yeah. both of them back. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the road to WrestleMania is for Cody and Bailey to yeah. to walk along with some of the other key performers in that company. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I would agree. With that, yeah, I so me and Karen on record, we're 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 saying we think he will go to WWE. Um, and we want him to go to WB over AW, yes. not because we're anti AW. We just think if you no. look at what we said, it makes a lot more sense. If you, if you have some kind of inkling about the kind of person, the kind of professional wrestler that Kazuchika Okada is and what his ambitions might be. But, uh, let's, let's move on. That's what we think. Um, let's go to Pro Wrestling Noah very quickly. Uh, you know, like we, we've just, uh, they just announced a, a, a Keno. After he successfully defended his GHC title against one of your favorites, Go Shizaki, um, and he, he will he will now make his next defense on February fourth, which is uh, two Sunday. days away. This is a Sunday, 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 at, Sunday. Uh, at Noah's crossover twenty twenty four show in Sendai. Um, he will face the uh, the uh, fantastic. I I this is guy is my probably my favorite foreign wrestler in in Noah, and that's El Hio de Doctor Wagner Jr. Dr. Wagner, junior, junior. I love this guy. I, you know, the first time I ever saw him live, Karen, at a stardom show with his dad. Cause, cause really? like, he, yeah, Rossi's like tight with, uh, Wagner, junior, senior and, uh, oh, okay. and brought them over. And I was like, oh, this guy's, this guy's junior, junior and junior, senior are like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, yeah. Like, and he's big, he's big dude, junior, junior, junior. Yes. I remember seeing him when I went to Japan in 2022 for... So, I I don't think he's going to beat Kendall, but I think it'll be a hell of a match. Keep in mind, I think if he stays in Noah for the long term, he will eventually get that belt because he was the national champion for nearly a year. He had six successful defenses of that that belt. And that that title reign gained him a lot of popularity and support with the native... Noah fan base and uh yeah I I I don't think Kenno's losing but I think Kenno's the guy to stabilize Noah for the first yeah. for the next year or so like I don't know if he'll hold the entire belt for the entire year but eventually in 2025 do I think uh Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. can become the 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 top guy in Noah? Yes. I think yeah. they would look at him and say Yes, he's been national champion. He's also been tag team champion. Those are things that usually, you know, like you give both those belts to someone like, uh, maybe we're going to earmark this guy for potentially becoming one of our world champions and, and be in being a headliner and having a successful, uh, lengthy title reign with, with that belt. And Noah's the kind of company that they like having lengthy title reigns for their, for the heavyweight titles. So, you know, uh, yeah. What do you, what are your thoughts about, uh, this upcoming match? I'm I'm excited for it, um, but you know, of course, Ken- Kendo is one of my favorite, one of my forever favorites. So I'm 
hoping that they give him a, a stable run and make it, you know, give him good challengers, but also not, I don't want, all right, so he's gotten the Goshiozaki match out of him. I, I don't want to see another one for another six months between the two of them. I want no. him to fight other people. I, I have a feeling at some point Kiyomi is going to be folded back into that and I'm going to have to watch Kiyomi lose again, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like they're going to have a good match. I just have to make sure that I watch it. <laughs> I've just been I've just been so tired, especially after the last week. I'm just like I can't. And of course, I still. If you're if you're wondering why I keep muting, guys, I still haven't kicked that sinus infection that I have, and I may have got, it may have graduated to bronchitis now. I don't know. So it's I I don't wake up extra early and kill my sleep schedule for wrestling anymore. No, I can't. don't don't. I'm, do too, that. I'm too old for this nonsense. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth no. it. No. Um. Uh, let, let's staying with Noah. Let's talk about. Kota Bushi, Karen. Um, yeah. So last month, around on January seventeenth, he he went underwent surgery for for the ankle injuries he suffered in the match uh, with uh, Naomichi Marafuji. And mm-hmm. on Twitter, yeah, he gave an, he updated his fans with the statement, and I quote: "Apologies for the delayed update. It seems that my ligament was completely torn, and another area was already quite weak. Uh, my leg has been fully immobilized in a cast up to my knee." Now I need to decide what to do about my left side while my right side requires treatments every two weeks. My shoulder isn't in perfect condition either, so I plan to use this time to fully fix everything. I'm sorry for any inconvenience caused. Moving forward, I have a lot to think about and decisions to make. And one of these decisions is apparently going, recording himself doing handstands with uh, a, a leg encased in a cast. Uh, yep. t- tell me about because you brought this to my attention, Karen. Tell, tell us about this. I was scrolling on ye old Instagram and Abushi's AEW branded uh, story came across and it was him trying to, I don't know if he was trying to test his upper body strength to see how he was feeling uh, because, you know, he does have the one leg in the cast and I guess for quality of life purposes, they can't do anything with the left leg until the right leg is healed up. But he just decided that he wanted to try doing handstands to see what his upper body how his upper body's feeling. And, and, you know, he also has a weak shoulder after what happened in the G1 two years ago. So maybe not the smartest thing to do. Um, and then of course he, he, he tries to do the handstand and then just tips right over and his legs come crashing down. And I'm like, why? Sweet I worry boy, about why? this man. I worry about this man, Karen. I really do. I want him wrapped in bubble wrap and I want someone to just put him in a chair and tell him to just sit and stay there. Like he's he's going to end up hampering his healing processes if he's I hate to say it, doing stupid things like handstands while in a cast up to your knee. I I think there are people who who know him personally or friends with him watch that stuff and think they just think I need to go over there. I I, I imagine Kenny Omega is like watches he this needs, shit and he's like, dude, he needs come on, an intervention and he needs he needs some people to not to to, to talk him down. Because he's only going to make everything worse for himself. He, it, it, it's it's gonna he's gonna have to keep getting re- surgeries redone if if this is what he's doing in his off time. I know he's bored, but like take up crossword puzzles or Sudoku or something. I don't know. <laughs> don't don't do handstands when when you you you're not supposed to be banging into anything. Anyways, we we do hope legit like Kotobushi, please he needs to get please, better. Please recover fully if that means 
Like, and if, if, and I'll say this, if I, I love, I've loved watching Kota Ibushi for the last, you know, five, six years in New Japan. And, and I, I, if we can get that Kota Ibushi back, great. If we don't, and he just retires health with a healthy body in mind, I, I'm okay with that too. There's enough footage out there. Like I can enjoy his wrestling for the rest of my life without, you know, yeah. without having to see him injure himself again anyways we hope for the best for for kodobushi he also has his own like training dojo he could become a trainer and run a proper school he has the facilities he has the means it's just i know it's probably hard for a worker to stop working but i don't i I don't want to jinx it and be like what's it going to take for him to actually figure it out you know what i mean i don't want him to get to that point where he has to figure it out the hard way Yeah, like just go to Bushi. You have options, my friend. Just take that TK money and and enjoy it. Like and 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 plan out your future, my friend. Just plan out your future, Karen. Let, let's move on to All Japan Wrestling. Uh, I want to I want to first talk about that uh, the company has announced dates for its uh, big Champion Carnival tournament. Uh, initial initial dates, like they they say they are going to announce more more dates. Um, they haven't announced the participants in in this in this uh, in this a lot of dates, uh, champion carnival <laughs> so far. Yeah, so it's going to open on April 18th at Corican Hall, which is what they always do. Uh, then it will move on to uh, Shizuka Axity Hamamatsu, the the uh, the western is it the western the westernmost part of Shizuka before you get into uh, Aichi uh, on April 20th. Um, it's it, you know I lived in Numazu, Karen in, in Shizuka yeah. and. It it was it was faster to take the Shinkansen, the bullet train, to Tokyo than it was to go to Hamamatsu, which has a tra- Shinkansen stop. It yes, wow. So that's why I did not. Uh, Hamamatsu, very lovely city. I did not go there that often, even though I had friends there, because it took half an hour longer to go there. The same perfection that it did to go to is Tokyo. Shizuoka just really wide. Is yes. It, is it a, is it a, so it's a wide prefecture. Yes, okay. it's pretty big like, prefecture. Because yeah. like you know, Namazu to Tokyo, that's also you got to go through a couple of other prefectures to get there. Yeah, we have to go through Yokohama and maybe one other prefecture, as I recall. Um, but yeah. yes, it's interesting. Just a little tidbit there. April twenty first in Chiba Makahari uh, Mesa International Exhibition Center. Exhibition Hall Four, which I assume is one of the smaller ones, uh, they'll have they'll have a Champion Carnival show there. April twenty fourth in Shinagawa at the Shinagawa Prince uh, Hotel Stellar Ball, and uh, April twenty seventh Edion Arena Osaka Stadium Two. Karen, that's the smaller one. I think that's one in the basement. Yes. It, right. It's the auxiliary gym. It's, just, it's the smaller of the two. I, I, I hopefully for the fans there. The air conditioning is just as nice as, as Stadium One. Uh, April 28th, Aichi Nagoya Congress Center. Uh, April 29th in uh, Toyama Kurobe City Sports Center Main Arena. Uh, May 3rd, Miyagi Yume Mese Miyagi Main Building Exhibition Hall C in Sendai. Uh, May 6th, returning to Korokan Hall in Tokyo. And May 12th, the finals will be held in uh, Kanagawa at the Yokohama Buntai. So this oh is actually, God. I think, this is like one of their new buildings that they just yeah, built in it's, it's o- opening soon, I think, or or it's, it's opening like now. Yeah, it's new, new. So there, this is probably a big deal for them to to be have like the carnival there. Um, so yeah, that's just the the, now, the dates they have announced. They're they're, they're gonna they have stated that they're going to announce more dates. But uh, aside from that, Karen, like New Japan, all Japan has been pretty interesting, even though they've had a really nice rebuilding year of twenty twenty three. 
all that rebuilding seems to be going out the window because uh, yeah. a lot of people have been leaving. Takao Imo- Omori announced he is leaving. Yep. Uh, Yoshitatsu, no big loss, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> your, your personal favorite, Yoshitatsu. Uh, he said, the kind of wrestling I want to do here isn't isn't available anymore, so I'm going to go to DDT now, which he, he is apparently now a contracted wrestler over in, over in DDT. Okay, and uh, along along with this is probably one of the big big ones to me, Karen, is that a uh, longtime ring announcer Fumihito Kihara, who has been with the company since Giant Baba was alive, thirty six years. Years, wow! He has been the ring announcer for for All Japan Wrestling. He did not leave the Noah Exodus. He did not leave with the Russell One uh, Kishimoto Exodus. He stayed with this company, but now he has decided to leave. I don't know. I mean, he is, he, he's been with the company for years because you're maybe he just wants to do other things. Yeah. Because yeah, as far as I know, I'm not sure he's, he's announced that he's working for another promotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, if I'm Noah, I call this guy up, honestly. Like, you, you know, like this is the, the guy that should have, that they probably wanted to jump with them when they, when they, when Misawa originally formed Noah. Yeah. And then in an interview with Tokyo Sports, uh, Shuji Ishikawa, who is, for all intents and purposes, has been the booker for All Japan for the last several years. Yeah. You know, he, he's been That's in the company for, for for nine years in the company. He's former Triple Crown champion, former champion carnival winner, one of the big stars, along with Suwama of, of the company, and kind of one of the, the foundations on which, like, some of the younger guys were built upon, like Miyahara, Aoyagi, and the such. He announced he's leaving. He's also leaving with um, junior heavyweight wrestler back Black Menzeray. And, you know, so he he's announced that he one of the reasons he's leaving because he does not have a, a trusting relationship. And this is all, you know, a lot of this is translated from Japanese to English. So some some things get lost in translation, regardless yeah. if it's machine translated or someone else is translating it. Um, so uh, who where where is he like? um so he he has a has been having some friction with uh, Siyoki Fukuda, who is the current owner slash president of uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and you might recognize him if you if you watched the 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 video of uh, President uh, Fukuda uh, talking with someone from NXT to acquire the services of Charlie Dempsey uh, for for I the uh, for for the uh, uh, Nakajima's uh, title defense. Uh, yeah, in the on their January show, he is he is the one who had, had uh, members of the actress girls roster pretend to be hostesses, uh, which was Grr. very to me like I was like whoa, what's going on here? So keep in mind, so he's now developed a, a working relationship with between All Japan and Actress Girls Karen, but Ishikawa and Suwama had formed. A, 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 a Joshi brand within All Japan that they were yeah. spearheading. They were going to train women to become wrestlers mm-hmm. and and have shows in on their own, but also in yep. conjunction in co promotion with All Japan called Evolution Girls. Yep. So instead of great. using the talents of Evolution Girls, uh, President Fukuda decided, oh, I'm going to form a form a relationship, a business relationship with Actress Girls, and then uh, make them uh, kind of. I, do I want to say the word demean? I don't know if, if I should say the word demean, but p- portray them as girls who, who, women who, you know, aren't what you would think about as a modern wrestler, female wrestler in Japan. Me, my, my opinion only. Um, women, so, 
when I was flying, when I was a flight attendant, I once had a gentleman call me nothing but decoration. And that's what it feels like. Because I remember seeing the videos of the, 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 the convenient swarm of women just hanging out in the office. And I'm like, this is different. This is not where you're supposed to be going with things in 2024. No, for sure. For sure. Not at all. Um, so to cu- cu- coupled with that are interviews Suwama has given uh, that he feels like a lot of this turmoil has be has happened since the the, the joining of Katsuhiko Nakajima uh, after his departure from Noah into All Japan as a freelancer, and mm-hmm. that with with Nakajima came a quote unquote a mastermind that some people believe is the the son in law of of Antonio Noki Simon Inoki. Uh, and Simon Oki has gone record saying, I'm not any kind of mastermind. I don't have anything to do with this, but I don't know. It, it might make sense because Nakajima's new character is that he is an Enokiist. He's, he's channeling the fighting spirit of Antonio Noki mm-hmm. in the company that his rival, Giant Baba, founded. Um, I don't know what to make of this, t- to be honest with you, Karen, because all this smells like a fucking angle to me. It smells like a work. Whether it is or not, it's hard to tell. Sometimes these lines are very blurred in, in Japanese wrestling historically. Yeah. Like some people, we're going to create this offshoot, uh, promotion to recreate the, you know, the New Japan versus, uh, you know, UWFI feud. We're going to call it Zero One. And then what do you know? Zero One actually became a real life promotion split from New <laughs> Japan. And, and, you know, so like it's, it's weird. It's hard to tell what's real and not actually real. But to yeah. me, when you, when you're throwing out words like I'm going to stabilize all Japan, I'm going to keep it safe from all the outsiders, especially this quote unquote mastermind. That's to me smells like it's an angle. And yeah. like if we see all these, all these wrestlers return, like to fend off more outsiders, mm-hmm. uh, working with Nakajima to tear down all Japan, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, then I'll be like, okay, it, I was right. But who knows? We'll see what happens. But I just want to get this out there. Like, I, I'm not a fan of this direction because I yeah. don't think it's, I think it takes away from like the accomplishments, like people like Yuma Aoyagi have, have done in the last year, mm-hmm. the efforts of uh, younger wrestlers like Ryuki Honda and the return and, and kind of eclipses the return of Shitaro Shino to the company. It's not good. Keep what made 2023 successful for the company. And present yeah. younger wrestlers achieving, having great wrestling matches, achieving goals, and people, the the fans can get rally behind these these stories with these wrestlers, and not have sports entertainment nonsense in in this. And and I, I will that, say though, like that's the key word there because this gives me NXT vibes. This gives me like this whole feeling between the uh, the office. Like yes, the talent exchange was great and all, but it I. I don't want to say it feels like they're kind of setting up NXT Japan, but this is what it feels like to me. So all all, all reports seem to indicate that there is now a business, a legit business relationship between All Japan yeah. and WB, and with you know the the formation of the TKO parent group, like there is there is a ton of money that they can probably realize this idea of having an office in Japan now, and it could be via. All Japan Pro Wrestling. I would not. I would not like to see that, Karen, at all. Neither would part. I. Um, I don't want like a promotion, a brand that I that is still to this day, even though it's not what it used to be. Of course, um, you know, become a feeder system or just somewhere we're just going to send 
NXT talent over there to get seasoning. That's fine, but don't I don't want it to be like part of the you know the WB TKO umbrella where they're subservient to you know the Correct. the whims of Triple H or Shawn Michaels or whoever uh, you, you know like is it would be in charge of something like that. I just don't want to see that to ha- happen, especially like there there has been so much like development like and and progress since the departure of say Jake Lee from All Japan to to, to wrestling Noah and yeah I I, I it, it hurts me to some personally as a fan because like I thought okay I can really rally behind this company again in 2024 there's so much potential especially with Nakajima in there you yeah. know he'll put somebody over hopefully Miyahara he'll finally get his win over him but I don't know now so but again as a, also as, a, as someone who covers wrestling, um, it's intriguing. <laughs> I will say that it's intriguing. But uh, your thoughts before we uh, kind of just uh, take care of some business here I, I, there. Uh, well, you know everything you said about all Japan is kind of mimicking everything I'm feeling right now. It was like I was. It was one of the. It was on my bucket list for 2024 to get back into watching it, especially with with Katsu showing up over there and now being the Triple Karen champion. But now it's just like, you know, maybe like. I'm also getting too dialed into all the press that's getting released because I do have a lot of Japanese outlets on my feed. So when I see things like this, I'm like, knowing how much they love to blur the lines and how much they love to incorporate the print media to get more authenticity to the storylines that they're trying to tell. It's like, I don't I don't know if if I want to invest myself emotionally if this is the direction that they're going in. Because like one of the things I liked about it in 2023 was the wrestling that they had. Whenever you recommended a match, I got excited to watch the match. And now I'm just like, I don't, I just, I don't know. Like I like, I liked, I found that the, with the establishment of evolution girls, I thought it was very ambitious of them. Um, And the fact that they had, they had three girls. And I think one is now going to become a referee because she may have gotten injured. I don't know. Um, but trying to like loop in actress girls behind the back, that's just, I, I don't like, no. don't like it. I don't like it. No. It gives me, it gives me the heebie jeebies. I'm not a fan. So, so yeah. We'll see. I, I think what happens during the carnival um, in April will really show us the direction the company go for the rest of the year. And hopefully uh, a lot of my fears are, are unfounded. We'll yes. see, but we'll, we'll, we'll be covering it regardless. Um, yeah. and with that, let, let's take care of some, some business, Karen. As you oh. might have heard, our good friend, my good friend, uh, Richard Avian, but most people know him as Dickie Bird has started a, a, a new venture called choptees.com. Uh, the, the address being, uh, chopped, uh, hyphen tees.com. That's the, the, the web address. And, uh, you know, they started off with, uh, you know, providing merch for our friends over at, uh, Poison Rana and all the, the shows associated with Poison Rana, including, um, Martin Bushby, uh, Brandon from New Jersey and Dickie Bird himself with Eagles Don't Have Flies, their John Moxley centric podcast, um, along with like, uh, the detox with Jordan, Jordan Goodman and, and, and Brandon, Braden Harrington. And so, you know, and Dickie teased he's going to have, um, uh, more more brands joined join the company and one of those brands was postwrestling.com karen and and uh you know i can i can i just peel back the curtain a little i i was asked directly a little bit. i was asked directly by by way like 
what I thought about merging with, with, uh, cause like for, for people who don't know, like Wei took care of a lot of the merch, uh, from his end. That was one of his responsibilities, but being, being a father, he doesn't have the time. So yeah. he was looking for uh, an alternative and chopped teas came along and it's like, wow, you're doing great with Poison Rana. He is now the home for post wrestling merch. And, you know, at being the top merch mover at, in the history of post wrestling, she can't, like, oh, he, there he it asked is. me my opinion. So, and then Dickie Rivera said, hey, you know, like, you, you know, you, you know, what do you think? Do you, 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 would you like to come over? And I said, yeah, sounds awesome to me. Like, you guys are doing an awesome job with, with Brayden and Davey and, and Martin and, and Brandon from New Jersey and, and Jordan, Jordan, and everyone. So I thought, sure, why not? It's not so much for me about money or anything like that. I just want people to wear cool shirts that like ha- are associated with, you know, content that, that I, I, I'm part of, you know, so like, so I'm very proud to announce that we will be, uh, sending over. Let's see if this works. Yes. Look at the, you. The, Look at that. The, the original post Perez, uh, design my first t-shirt, uh, design, uh, made, created by Robert Pearson. Shout out Robert Pearson, my good friend over in New York City. So before we just had a t-shirt, Karen, but now we will, we will have a, a hoodie. We will have the long sleeve tee, the, the sweatshirt, uh, of course, the, the, the original t-shirt and the post Perez women's tee shipping is free in pretty much every country. It's, it's coupled into the price of whatever item you would like to get. Uh, the only places where shipping might not be free are some European countries. So please check, um, what, uh, what shipping av- options are available if it's not free for you in whatever country you live in. But North America and most of, uh, the UK, including, including Karen, you know, living in, in the United States, it's free. It's the, the shipping is free. I love it's, free. It, it's included in the price. So, uh, not only do we have that, let me, let me try to do some magic here. Let me, let me so, so go over to, uh, uh, is there more? There's more. Like not just uh, you know, it's not just uh, you know, post Perez Karen. It's also of uh, course there. There it is. Oh, not Eric Mark. Oh no, not Eric Mark. Though, hey, not the long and winding Royal Road. Go go you look at uh, there. You go. We have the long and winding Royal Road. We have the five pillars shirt, but also you know what else we have, Karen? Is there, we the, have, is, there is there? Could it be the return? A return. Uh, of the pillars, the original pillars. We love to see it, uh, right? And I yes, mine still. <laughs> you know what? We we all we got permission, Karen. I love just it. Get that out of the way. We got permission. We just get that out of the we way. Love it. If you don't believe we got permission, you can go fuck yourself. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> anyway, but also, you know, I'm also very excited about about one more thing, Karen, and that is, you know, a show you you have been a part of. You've been a guest on. I do. Love oh yeah. Learn- we love it. See you later. Look at that red. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah, isn't these look cool? Anyways, I love it. I love that. If you're watching this on YouTube, just go to you know, post uh, chopped uh, hyphen and it's easy to navigate the site and and find what you are looking for. Whether it's post Perez, uh, the the long winding rural road stuff. MCU later. Uh, you know that hoodie. That hoodie is mine. By the way, uh, I'm getting that for sure. And yeah, we, and, but, uh, check out all the other stuff. Check out the stuff for Eric Marcotte, Eric Marcoche, a good friend of mine. Also the stuff for everything associated with Poison Rana. And of course the stuff, the, the John Way stuff. Karen, you know about this, this, this shirt. I don't know if you've seen it. 
Um, let me see if I can find it. Post wrestling. Let's look for one of my favorite designs. I think also designed by Robert. You got the classic, the P, you know, how do you hate wrong with that? But you got this, this bad boy. Let's see. Hopefully you're coming up here. What the hell? Loading. Loading. Okay. How about this? The shared brain uh, wow. design. I love this thing. By the way, don't be scared, that's a, that's folks in the United States, by these prices. These it's are Canadian. Canadian prices. It's much lower for you people. Is there the a way States, to so. is there a way to switch the? Let me check. No, I think yes. You can go on the top here. You see here. Just switch it to USD, and there we go. You'll be fine. Like if I go, it's because I'm in Canada, oh, yeah. everyone. So, but if you go to uh, USD, we have da, 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 loading the new United States dollars price forty four ninety nine with free shipping. That is, That's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. And actually, some of the some of like the the non hoodies, like the sleep, the they're uh, the average th- for, for thirty nine ninety nine. The t shirt long sleeve tees are twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, so we're very excited. Uh, you know, Dicky, thank you. Amazing site. It's so easy to navigate. Um, he's making it great for creators like to to get onto Chop Tees and and present, you know, like and Karen, like maybe we're gonna have some Empress merch up on the site someday. I think you need I need I think Dickie Bird I, I, needs to contact I, I, you. I, 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 I need to find stuff. someone to design something for because I have no yeah. design sense yeah, yeah, whatsoever. You, you know Dickie's a, a designer himself, right? Oh, is he? Yes. <laughs> is, that the, is that the rumor? He has designed some of the existing T-shirts already on the site, so you you wow. can give, give, give him a talk. You can contact him. I can put you in touch with with Warren Robert Pearson as well. He designed the Post Perez oh. T-shirt, so it's up to you, Karen. Like I, there are options for you, I, but I, I think I, I, guess, I think the I fans are clamoring for some I, I, Empress Karen Peterson T-shirts. I, I would need somebody. It's like when this goes live, like on, on the Twit machine. I need people to like be like, yes, we want Empress merch. Because right. I I always worry that nobody reads any of my stuff because it's either so long or nobody has any interest in what I have to say. I, so I, I, let me know if you want I, it. I, we just need to get some wrestlers to wear. You know what I'm saying, Karen? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say about that. But it, it, everyone's going to want to wear it. Oh, shit. That person's wearing that shirt. Oh, what the fuck? It doesn't have to be on TV. Just my be goal, on my, my Instagram. Goal would be to have Eddie Kingston because he seems to be the one that is the the purveyor of non traditional wrestling. You know, Tom like, Lawler, my, my my favorite, one of my favorite members of God's Eye, Tom Lawler. If that would be another one. Listen, I, I both <laughs> both of them are uh, confirmed listeners. Eddie, Tom, like if if you you just listen, just get into John Pollock's DMs and ways DMs. Okay, I know you're both in there. All right, you can say, "Hey, help, help hey Ibana, I want a, I want, I want a T-shirt. I want to wear it to next time I go to Rivera." You know, it, you know, it, it, you if, if people want me to show up at the post events that keep happening in like Toronto, right. where I have to fly out, this That's may right. help get me there. There you go. Listen, definitely now, like easy, easy <laughs> purchases from Neil Flanagan, uh, members of the Post Wrestling Forum. That you know, John Cena will fucking buy it. I know. Make your voices heard, guys. Let That's me know. Right. 
to the supporters of Karen Peterson, like myself, John Pollock, Wei Ting, no, Neil Flint, no, where's the lie? Eric Marcotte, like, fuck, Bruce Lord, your partner on the New Japan Reviews, Bruce Lord will get the triple XL because he's a tall drink of water, that man. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyways, yes, please, please support postwrestling.com. You know, I'm totally biased when I say this, Sharon, but like, I think John, John and Wei, but, a lot john has gone has been really at the forefront of like providing excellent fucking journalism yes, to, about not only wwe about you know, but also the ufc also the ufc and he gets a lot of shit for it from dumb fucking people yeah i'm gonna say it uh unreasonable incels uh go after john uh but he's he, he let me tell you something about john he, it, it's not gonna stop him from doing what he thinks is right and what a lot of the other people think is right. It's one of the reasons why John is one of the most respected people in this sphere. Okay. Among other journalists, uh, among people in both MMA and professional wrestling respect John a lot yeah. uh, for his, for his journalism, because guess what? He's a real fucking journalist. Okay. I'm not a journalist. I just like to talk a lot of shit and they provide me a platform for that oddly enough. But anyways, well, uh, with I, that, I'm going to chime in on that real quick because it's John's integrity that made me decide to join Post. Because what about I feel, me? I, I, well, yeah, you of course, but we're talking about John. It's not about you right now. It's about John. But I've been able to get a platform, and this is a platform where I feel safe to express myself, which is why I expressed myself the way I did at the top of the show. Yes, is because of people like John and Way and you and Neil and all the Post family, the Poison Rana guys, the Grapple guys. This is where I feel safe. As a female creator. So thank you. Well, no, thank you. All of you. For, thank you for choosing us. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you for bringing your your voice to ours and, and amplifying it and, and making it thank stronger. You. I appreciate you very much. That being said, Karen, any plugs uh, Plug- for people to find more of your work? Well, if you go to postwrestling.com and search up Dream Slam Monthly, the January edition is available. Uh, the... February edition volume 14 will is slated for easy to remember 22424. It is Saturday, February 24th. That's when we're going to wrap up the entire month. Uh, between now and then, if you are interested in a non post wrestling podcast, I swung by must the must see matches project and discussed with Kieran and our, our comrade in arms, Mark Buckle D about uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey NXT Takeover Brooklyn from August twenty second two thousand fifteen, which was on their list the highest rated women's match, and I get to talk about Black and Gold Era NXT Four Horsewomen, one of my favorite arcs of not just women's wrestling but wrestling in the last twenty years, um, and of course. Whiskey and ice cream right, right at dawn for Okada. Bruce Lord and I, we will be covering a new beginning in Osaka on the 11th. And then we will be doing a Sapporo doubleheader uh, wrap-up on the 24th, which includes Okada's final final dates. It includes the cage match between United Empire and uh, Bullet Club War Dogs, which is going to be Osprey's official last uh, match in New Japan for the foreseeable future. Uh, we're not going to cover Fantastic Amania, but if you if you love the Lucha and you love CMLL, please check that out. Um, and then we are going to start pivoting towards, oh gosh, New Japan. After that, the, the calendar, we haven't confirmed it yet, but the upcoming key New Japan dates that we'll probably be covering. Anniversary show on March 6th, then the New Japan Cup, 
Sakura Genesis is the fourth, uh, the sixth of April, and then Windy City Riot in which has Naito versus Moxley and the New Japan debut of Mustafa Ali versus Hiromu Takahashi. So go. those are probably where you'll be able to find me. Post, of course, we will ride. We will ride at the end of the month to get ready for the Mar- February edition for March. So there you go. Me, I just finished Echo episode five review with with Rich Fan and Nate Milton. And, uh, yeah, check out the, uh, New Vegan, uh, Wrestling Advocates, uh, t-shirt also on chopteas.com. Um, uh, it looks very nice. Uh, we, we, we had a fun time discussing the, I felt the pros and cons. I thought there were a lot of pros, but I felt that there was a, a few cons to the finale of a show that I overall liked a lot in Echo. Have you seen Echo yet, Karen? I have not. Okay. I, I recommend, I, I think you I, would like it. I've been playing Animal Crossing a lot this month, and I've started learning how to knit and crochet. Those have been my projects. I've been doing a lot of merging in, in mobile games on my phone, uh, kitchen merging. Like, uh, let's make, let's fulfill some of these orders. That's one of my, anyways, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> anyways, uh, 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 I do. Uh, but also, Long and Winding Railroad, uh, we had to bump the Long and Winding Railroad from, from the end of January. We're going to put it to next week. Um, but it's already, it's in the can, Karen. You know, my guess was for, for Ooh, the January slash, well, it might be someone, you know, by the name of, uh, uh, waiting. That's right. Waiting joins me to talk about Toshiaki Kawada. That's Let's right. Go. To- to- Toshiaki Kawada versus Mitsuhara Misawa. Uh, it's a match we talk about, um, a champion carnival match, oddly enough. And then, uh, yes, we talk about, uh, and way, you know, I'll say this way, way felt like he, he was out of his element to talk about all Japan match from the 1990s, but he, he, I thought he did an awesome job, um, bringing his like kind of like, you know, non fan of this, of the, of the era, uh, outside his outsider perspective to, to the match. So I, I had an awesome time recording it. I think people will, will have an awesome time listening to it. And then, uh, I, I am, uh, potentially slated. To, to appear at the Pro Wrestling Torch on the deep dive with Will Cooling. I promised myself I would I would never record with him because I don't want to do a 17-hour podcast, but he promised me <laughs> the, the quote-unquote cooling effect is in, is in effect, and I will try to keep it around two hours. <laughs> I don't know. Let, let I don't know, know if Will can keep it from us. I don't know if you need an emergency call-out. Be like, hey, there's an emergency. Oh, Rich, Rich is my, Rich is my emergency call out. Don't worry. Cause he's, he, he's of course, uh, comrades in, in arms with, with Will, Will Cooling. Uh, but no, I'm excited to talk with Will. It's been a long time since I've, I've had a chance to talk to, to Will on a podcast. And, uh, that we're going to be talking about Japan and, and, and covering Japanese wrestling in, in 2024, especially now that I don't live there anymore. He wants, to, so we're going to talk about that. If you want to hear about like, you know, my life in Japan uh, might be one of the hitting, Aspects of what what was life like for WHN living in Numazu Shizuka and, and going to wrestling shows in, in Japan and uh and covering it. A little different. But look forward to that. That uh, we'll announce that like uh, on socials and, and 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 other such things uh when, when that show happens. But uh yeah, Karen, you know what? Thank you again, thank you for uh your voice. Thank you. Uh My pleasure. with regards to the you know with you know that thing the we won't talk about it we won't say it by name anymore but for for the rest of the show but um yeah anytime you want to you want to voice you know your feelings of course post wrestling is your forum post perez is your platform as much as it is mine uh and feel free to express 
however you want to feel about things that you see injustices you feel are are being perpetrated in in, in the industry of professional wrestling in the fandom of professional wrestling or any fandom that, that you are that you want to be a part of and uh, you are more than welcome to have it and i think the listeners of of post perez uh will will amplify that in the forums and on on social media as well yeah i know i know choosing kindness is always the harder of the two options for a lot of people but sometimes a little bit of kindness goes a long long way <laughs> well we we will show uh each other a lot of kindness in the com- in the coming months of, of 2024 as we cover the wild world of japanese professional wrestling but uh thank you for for listening everyone and 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 we appreciate you we really do but we would appreciate you even more if you buy some uh merch <laughs> from talktips.com yeah <laughs> please there you go and i hope your mom enjoys this episode by the way <laughs> yes my mom my, my mom's a diehard post wrestling fan that's right i know she she watches everything you you do on the on the youtube gimmick and, and she uh, likes to send pictures and be like hey you're gonna see your it's 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 post 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 pro res with your friend wh yes that's right hi Mr. Peterson, <laughs> how are you doing anyways <laughs> hope you enjoyed the show we will say, uh, we will say, Karen and I will be back at the end of the month for our, our, like, to record the March edition of this show and then talk about whatever crazy things have happened. I'm sure lots of crazy things will have happened in Japanese professional maybe, wrestling. Maybe we'll know where Okada is by then. We'll, or maybe, maybe not. Maybe well, Mercedes. Maybe we'll not. See. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But until next time, I want to say on behalf of Karen, thank you very much. And we will see you later and goodbye. Bye. <laughs>